is as with you, as Hamilton. If you don't know who I am, check out justmotivation.com.au. Working in schools across the country, running PD days for teachers, as well as full retreat and reflection days for students. Love to come and visit your school at some stage. Each week on the podcast, sort of coming to you with a thought, an idea, something you could apply to your life, might grow you in faith or in leadership. Um, and this week, I want to talk to about you guys about something that I think is really important, and that's giving. Okay, You might have seen the Tag Your It program and talk about generosity, all that kind of thing. But giving is one of those things that's such an interesting thing because I know for myself, I love to give gifts. I love being able to help people. But some of you out there might be going, I hate it. I just, I don't like giving up stuff. I like holding on to my cash. I just, ooh, there's something about it. I just, it's it's mine. <laughs> it's a little bit like Gollum in Lord of the Rings. Oh, it's my precious. But I want to challenge us to get generous this week. Um, when I'm talking about generosity, I know sometimes it's pretty easy to give. Like for instance, uh, on the weekend, uh, my wife and I, we ended up shopping for my nep- nephew who's like turning one um, in a couple of weeks' time. And like it was cool shopping for him. I had no issue with giving away, you know, some cash to buy an awesome toy for a one-year-old. Like it might have taken Beck and I like an hour to decide which toy because I'm like, this kid would love this bath toy. And then Beck would be like, what about this one? It makes noises. And, you know, you go through these sort of motions. But that's not what I'm really talking about today. I'm talking about giving away stuff when there's nothing in it for you. Like, it doesn't feel like there's anything in it for you. And I want to talk to you about how, why that's so important in life. Well, we get opportunities all the time just to help people around us and let go of what we have and be generous. I was at one of my favorite cafes the other day and there's this guy there that we chat all the time and he he's sort of always has issues when it comes to people of faith, especially with people going to church. As you know, I go to a church each week. You might remember Pastor Brad on the podcast a few uh, months ago and, you know, he was saying, oh, you know, all the people in the church, you've got to give your money. And it was sort of this sort of attitude of like somehow I'm in some kind of cult that I've got to give my money away or they're going to come and, I don't know, smack me over the knuckles and you're not worthy. But can I just tell you straight up, that's not the truth. (laughs) If I give to my church, which I love doing, it's because I want to be part of something bigger than myself. And, you know, one of the things that my church community's done over this COVID period is feed thousands and thousands of people with free meals. Um, And that only happens because individuals decide to let go of a bit of a cash. And, you know, that's something that I find great joy in. I think sometimes we forget when it comes to generosity and giving we somehow feel like we're going to miss out like we feel like oh if I give that away then I've lost something but there's something really powerful about getting to a place in your life where you can tell your money where to go where you can tell your things where to go you're like you know I'm just going to give it away I'm going to let go of it. I don't even care. Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't hold me captive. I know that it's not something that comes naturally. And I want to talk about how you can work through those things because I remember even when I was in about grade one, I got my first set of bouncy balls. I don't know. You probably think you get sets of bouncy balls. When I was a kid, you used to get a set. You get an orange one, a green one, and a red one. They're a pack of three. They were like two bucks from like the toy shop. And I remember getting these bouncy balls, taking them to school, playing handball. And, um, you know, all day my friends were just like so jealous. I mean, they were like, this kid, is he's a baller. Like he's got bouncy balls for days. And I had three of them. I, I was living the dream as a grade one kid. And throughout the day... I had this tension within me that I should potentially give one of these bouncy balls away. I had this friend named Titus. I was like, you know, Titus really, really liked the green bouncy ball. And so throughout the day, I was just like, okay, Titus, you can have it. 
You're going to have this ball. And so by the end of the day, like Titus had one of these bouncy balls. It was probably worth like 10 cents, if that. And <laughs> it, was, it was really quite a cheap gift. But by the end of the day, what happens? Uh, little A, little As, uh, lost his mind, threw a tantrum, demanded that he give it back. Like I was not actually prepared to let go of what I had. Like I wasn't prepared. I just wasn't prepared. It wasn't, I wasn't ready for this. I was like, you know, I was prepared to share, but I was not prepared to give away, not prepared to let go of something of great value to me as a young six-year-old. And I know that throughout the years, um, you know, when it comes to giving stuff, it, it is a challenge. And if you find it hard to let go of your money or your things, I want to challenge you this week to start somewhere. Um, I, as you know, I work for a not-for-profit organization for years and years. And we'd always talk to people about helping kids in need. And a few weeks ago on the podcast, if you haven't had a listen, go and find the podcast through the link tree on the Aspects page. Uh, my chat with a radical and prosper, my first sponsor child. I mean, incredible conversation, probably one of my favorite things ever. But the thing is, I remember when I sponsored a radical and prosper for the very first time. I remember I sponsored him, and um, it was a big stretch. It was like, oh my gosh, this is a lot of money every month. Ugh. And it really overwhelmed me. Um, but over the years, I've learned that what happens when it comes to generosity, it's actually a lot like going to the gym. Like it, going to the gym, you don't just go, I'm going to pick up 100 kilos of weight. Unless, I don't know, you're just amazing and you just got muscles on your muscles at birth. Like, but you go and pick up like the five kilo dumbbell and you're like, and you pick it up and you grow in your ability to pick up weights. And then the next time you go, okay, I'll do 10 kilos or seven and a half kilos. And then you pick that up and all of a sudden, you're growing a muscle in your life, which you never thought you could ever, you know, maybe accomplish picking up 100 kilos down the track, but you work towards it. And I want to talk about working towards letting go in your life. Um, Because if anything the world teaches us, and we talked a little bit like about this last week, it's that in your life, you should be learning to accumulate and get more because if you get more then you know status wise you're kind of going to be known more if you're known more then you're going to get more on top of that and you build your empire and you grow and all of a sudden people respect you more because you have more and this is kind of what we're told but just like last week's podcast on the most important thing you know when it comes to having faith in Jesus everything's upside down like it doesn't work that way in fact, last week we talked about how Jesus said that to follow him, you can't have any selfish ambition. In other words, if you're going to do something with your life, it should be for others and not for yourself. This is not so you can get more things. And that's like, it's a, it's a big one because a lot of people decide, oh, you know, I want to have faith in a God that just keeps on blessing me and giving me good stuff, but I don't really want to let go of stuff because what if I miss out? What if I miss out on, on having all these things because if I'd saved my money, I could have had this car, I could have had this. And what we find time and time again, following this Jesus character, he always challenges those around him to let go of what they have, the things that are most valuable to them. And quite often, in really bizarre ways, he restores it. Like he returns what you gave anyway. And it's always really cool when you see those people that let go and it just gets returned. And it's like, oh my gosh, I, that's actually a miracle. Like, how did that come about? I know for myself, when I was a kid, my parents were trying to teach me this sort of principle of giving. 
And um, I, every year, like without fail, every year I'd get birthday money. You know, you know, you know what you know what I'm talking about, right? You get birthday money. You get put it towards your gift that you wanted. I remember this year without fail, I was obsessed with remote control cars. Like I was absolutely obsessed with this certain car. It's called a Scorcher, and you can still find old YouTube video clips of the Scorcher. Um, it was like a 9.6 volt battery pack. It was super cool. Kind of looked like a moving cockroach, super fast. Like it was the remote control car that I dreamed of as a kid. Like this was the one. It was on all the TV ads in the morning with the cartoons. And coming up to my birthday, I thought, you know, how cool would it be if I just got that car? Like if I could just get that car, then I would be super happy as a young fella. And so my birthday came around and my parents used to always challenge me whatever money came in to give some away and to support something that's more important than myself. And there was this sort of idea of give God your first. And, you know, this is the sort of stuff that, you know, this guy at the cafe the other day, he was challenging me on, you got to give your money to the church, 10%. And um, it wasn't about like a rule, but my parents were trying to teach me a principle when it came to life. They said, you know, when you give um, to the church, you're actually giving to God and he can multiply what you have. And I used to think that's a very interesting thought process. And so 10%, I would give of my birthday money. I got $10 from my auntie. $1 goes to the church. Now, I'm not saying you have to give to a local church. If you're not part of a church community, that's, that's not what I'm saying. But there's a principle in this about letting go of just a percentage for others first and seeing it multiply. I remember giving away my 10% and uh, it was so interesting because I was on the hunt for a remote control car. I had probably about $60, but this car that I really wanted, uh, it was like over $100. So let's be honest, I wasn't getting that car. And uh, I got home from school. This is like about a week after my birth. I had my money burning holes in my pockets because I just wanted to spend it so badly. My mum came home one day and um, from her work and she goes, oh, I saw a remote control car today. It was on the on sale rack at Big W. And I, I lit up. I was like, oh, really? I said, what was the car? And my mum said, I think it was that car that you like, that uh, Scorcher thing. And obviously at this stage, I'm just like freaking out. I must have been about, I reckon I must have been about 10 or 11. Like, you know, sort of late primary age and just like, are you kidding me? Like the car that I want is on the cheap rack at Big W. And I'm like saying to my mum, well, what was it? She goes, oh, I don't know. It was half price. Everything in me was like, we have to go. Can we please go to Big W. And my mum's like, no, we can't go today. <laughs> of course, how do you love that when your parents, not today, we'll wait till tomorrow. I'm thinking, the dream's dead. Like, there's no way it's going to be there tomorrow if it's half price. Like, this is, this is every kid's dream. So the next day, my mum's like, all right, we'll go. And I, oh my gosh, I was just so nervous to get to the shops because I'm like, could it be? Sure enough, we get to the cheap rack and in the day that I had to wait, uh, it got discounted half price again. I remember just thinking, you've got to be kidding me. There it was, this red scorcher, like this remote control car that I had dreamed about, but it was over a hundred bucks. And all of a sudden it was on sale for around $22. And I, I remember thinking to myself, oh my gosh, I could have been marked down and marked down and marked down again because you're like doing the maths. It was about 22 bucks. And I just, I just had to, I bought, I remember asking the shoppers, she said, what's wrong with this car? I said, oh, someone bought it. There's a couple of scratches on the stickers and that's it. And that was all that was wrong with it. And as a young kid, that just blew me away. It actually cost me more for the battery pack. 
than the entire car. I ended up getting two battery packs. I remember it. I used to charge them constantly throughout the day. I'd come home and I would play with that Scorcher every afternoon. And I remember thinking about it going, you know, that's sort of how generosity works. I wasn't thinking about, you know, I'm going to get a Scorcher, but because I gave up a little bit of what I had, just somehow, some way, it came back. And I believe that is a principle in life. You talk to any businessman or woman that's doing really well, they will understand or they'll talk to you about the principles of letting go and helping others. There's something about just looking for those around you and contributing to someone else's success before your own and seeing that response and that result in your life. Time and time again, I've seen this in my own life. And if you find it hard to let go of a small amount, as I said, it's like growing a muscle. I remember at that age, just letting go of a little bit, being taught that lesson, let go of a little bit for someone else first and allow God to bless the rest is just something that has stuck with me. And at time and time again in my life, I've seen that unfold. I love that we see stories like this in the Bible. There's a story of this little kid in John chapter 6. The story goes that Jesus is trying to talk to a whole bunch of people, over 5,000 people in a crowd. And he says to his followers, the guys we talked about last week on the podcast, the fishermen that end up following him, well, those guys and a bunch of other guys end up being his disciples, the guys that are sort of around Jesus all the time. And he says to them, hey, go get some food for all the people. It's interesting that adults at this stage are going, um, Jesus, uh, it will cost us like a year's wage to get enough bread for all of these people. We don't have that kind of money. Uh, he kind of just sort of lets it go. And then they start going on the hunt for food amongst the crowd. They find a kid, a little boy, it says in the scripture, who has five loaves of bread and two fish for his lunch. Now, I don't know why he got five loaves. You're probably thinking that seems like a really bad ratio for a sandwich. Like, wouldn't you have more fish? than Anyway, the point being, <laughs> he has this. And the disciples ask the kid if they can have his lunch to help share around the people. I love the kid. He just goes, yeah, okay. He has the heart to do it straight up. He doesn't go, no, it's mine. He just lets go of it. Says that Jesus prays for it, blesses it. They start distributing it around the people. And then at the end of the day, you can read this in John chapter 6, there's 12 basketfuls of leftovers. Now, it doesn't say this, but of course, I just, I, you just make sense that the disciples... The guys that got the fish and the loaves from this little kid, they must have gone up to him and said, hey, thanks so much. You saved the day. Take some home to your family. We've got, we've got stacks. Here's a few, few baskets full of food. Can you imagine the kid rocking up home after being out all day listening to this guy named Jesus and you've got all this food for your family? I'm sure his mum was like, why didn't you eat your lunch? Why have you got leftover lunch? Why have you got more fish and bread? Like it must have been such an interesting time. Throughout scriptures, time and time and time again, we see this principle play out. The idea of generosity is so important for us to grasp and get. Uh, if you didn't know, uh, in the book of Acts, there's talk about Jesus. It actually says, hey, let's remember what Jesus used to always say. It says, it's more blessed to give than receive. I reckon there's too many people in this world who don't understand that. They're so cautious with their money, they hold on for dear life and they don't let go of any and they miss all the joy that comes with giving. They miss everything. Not only do they miss the joy of giving, they miss the double blessing that comes with it. What do I mean by that? I remember when I was a kid, as I said, I learned this throughout my primary years. I remember my best mate lived just around the corner from us and I went to visit him one afternoon and his mum wanted to bless me with some afternoon tea. Like it was a really lovely gesture and I just couldn't receive it. I was like, no, no, I'm fine. Like seriously, don't pay for me. Like it's fine. And this lady, 
my best mate's mum said to me, as, don't destroy a double blessing. I said, what do you mean a double blessing? She said, look, she goes, if you don't receive this gift, I won't be blessed by being able to make you happy and, and bring joy in your life. So not only is it blessing you, it's blessing me. And I remember thinking, okay, I'll accept it. And I understood what she meant. You see, in giving, everyone's blessed. When you hold on to everything, man, you're going to miss it. You will miss it in your life. So a couple of things this week. Are you a generous person? Do you like giving away stuff? Or are you someone that likes to hoard and get as much stuff as you possibly can from others? Are you a taker or are you a giver? Are you someone that just, you know, is a bit of a seagull, likes to pick off other people's plates and wait for leftovers and whatever you can get for free? Or are you someone that's the person that's always looking for ways to share what you have. So my challenge for you this week is this. Go find someone to be generous to. Go and find someone that you can impact this week in a way that they just least expect it. What I love about the story of the boy with the fishes and the, and the loaves, can you imagine? He wasn't expecting to become a hero for the day. He was just there. He had his lunch. There was an opportunity where he could share what he had and he said yes. Sometimes it's as simple as that when it comes to your generosity. It doesn't have to be thought out. It's simply going, you know what? I do have something. I can share it. And if someone needs something, I'm here for them. Be that person for someone else this week and just see how it returns in your life in amazing ways. If you see some really cool stuff by trialing this stuff and growing your generosity like a muscle in the gym, please find us at As Speaks on the Instagram page. I'd love to hear your stories. Have a great week. 